This is the day the Lord has made. Thank you for joining us in worship today. We praise God for you and however you're listening. We pray the message you receive will allow you to strengthen your relationship in Christ and build his kingdom as we seek God, shape lives, and serve the world. been preaching and teaching about the great commandment and the great commission. The great commandment found in Matthew 22 says, and thou shalt love the Lord your God with all your heart, mind, soul, and strength. The second is likened to it. You should do what? Love your neighbor as yourself. That's a commandment that he has given unto us. That's a commandment he has given unto us. We are commanded to love God with everything we have and to love others. Love God with all your heart, mind, and soul, and love your neighbor as yourself. Of course, somebody said, well, who is my neighbor? And he went on to give this parable about whoever is in need, that's your neighbor. So we ought to love others. That's, that's the great commandment. Now, now, please note, it's not the great suggestion. It's the great commandment. So those of us who come to know Jesus Christ, Lord and Savior, to love God, that, that's our purpose. We love God, we love others. But we, we don't just say we love others. There's a way we love others. There's some things that we ought to do. And, and hopefully, prayerfully, this message is one that, that when we leave, you will understand what we ought to do. L- let me tell you what we should stop doing or not doing, and I can't say we do this, but one thing we want to do is we don't really just want to have sermons and teachings and come back for another sermon and more teachings and then come back for more sermons, more teachings, and don't do anything of what we were taught and what we heard. It's not even about being excited about the Word of God. It's about positioning ourselves to obey the Word of God. That's what it's really all about. So we have to challenge each other to do those things God wants us to do. As I said earlier, um, we do want to make heaven our home, God called us to do that, and he loves us so much that he, made, he put all that in place for it to happen. But we could miss it because we, we, just, we just don't get it for some reason, just don't do it. So he kind of tells us, he calls it, they call it commandment, love with all your heart, mind, and soul, love your neighbor as you love yourself. He tells us that this is what we ought to do, this is commandment, but we have to find ourselves doing so much more. I, it amazes me how when, when I was president of our state congress and, and many other times in teaching, it amazes me that folk want to learn so much more and won't do what they already know. See, we, we already know, if, you know, they say if you, if you know better, you do better. Well, hmm. Hmm. The jury's still out on that one, but thought the jury's still out on that one. But when we get a chance to know we should know so we can grow. And so we talk about growing, but how do we grow? How, how, what, how do we put into practice what I've heard all my life? How do I put into practice the teachings and the, and the sermons and, the, and the, the things that I'm taught and those things that others tell me about? How, what, what do you mean put it into practice? I'm glad you asked. We have the great commandment, but we also have the great commission. Yes. The great commandment is love. The Great Commission is gold. Now, this is how it works together. If we love, we will go. So you, got, you got signs of your salvation 
based upon the things you do or based upon what you do not do. You, you, you don't, you don't, listen, you won't have to be surprised when you die or when the Lord comes back. You don't have to be surprised about where you end up. You shall know the truth. It'll set you free. I'm excited. Let me tell you why I'm so excited. I'm excited because today as we sit here, the blood is still running warm in our veins. It, it doesn't matter how we messed up in the past. doesn't matter how we didn't get it all the rest of our lives. We got an opportunity to do as the song says, get right with God. And the song says, and do it. So, so listen, it doesn't matter what happened in the past. It doesn't matter what happened right now because it says, and we know that all things work together for good for those who love God. If we love God, that means we have to love others. If we love God and love others, that's the great commandment. The great commission then says, go. Go, therefore, and make disciples. If we love, we will go. We will go and make disciples. And yes, you can make disciples. You don't have to know the whole Bible in order to make disciples. You, let me say it again. You don't need to have to know the whole Bible in order to make disciples. But you need to know the one who wrote the whole Bible. We have that relationship with God the Father, God the Son, and God the Holy Spirit. We got everything we need. When you accept it, and I mean truly accept it, Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, the Holy Spirit took up residence in you. I, I, know, this is, I know this is preaching 099, but I want to go there for a second. When you've accepted Jesus Christ as your Lord and Savior, he's empowered you with the Holy Spirit, the, the, the gifts of the Spirit, and you also now have the fruit of the Spirit. It, it, that, that's within you, within you to use for the building of God's kingdom, to grow his kingdom. So his power is within us. The Holy Spirit has taken up residence in you, in us, and has empowered us to love and to go. We have power to love and we have power to go. Now, you don't love and you don't go on your own power. It's the power that lies within you that God has placed in you because you profess him as Lord of your life and you receive him as Savior of your life. And when you surrender your all to God and the Holy Spirit comes in, you now have the power and you're empowered to do the work God called you to do. You have the power to do his work. And you have the power to do his will. Now I need every last one of y'all to preach and I need you to turn to somebody and tell them, you have the power to do his will. Now this time say it in your preacher voice. Say, you have the power to do his will. That, 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 listen, that is so true. And Satan is afraid of the power that God has placed in us. He's terrified of the power that's placed in us. That's why he goes out of his way to do all the crazy stuff he does in your life, in my life, in all of our lives. He does all that stuff that just doesn't make sense. And too many times we fall for the traps of Satan than to look for the love of God all around us every day of our lives. Amen. Well, Pastor, how do you know we have the power? Because, you know, I don't feel so powerful. 
when all this stuff come on me. I, I don't feel like, like, like I'm, he, he has won again because it looks like I keep falling. I keep failing. Well, let me tell you, you have the power. Ephesians 3 and 20 says, Now to him who is able to do exceedingly, abundantly, above all that we ask or think, but it's according to the power that works and lives in us. Yeah, when you start loving the way God wants you to love, and you start giving the way God wants you to give, and, and you start doing all those things God wants you to do, even though other folk might start looking at you and talking about how great and how wonderful you are, make sure you give credit where credit belongs. Yeah, yeah. You need to say hashtag to God be the glory. You need to make sure that you're letting them know that. Well, you know, it's not me because that, that old me is still present. And sometimes I still want to cuss you out. But hashtag to God be the glory. God has blessed me. God has kept me. And God is speaking to me and speaking through me. And I realized something very, something very important. He has empowered us to be his ambassadors. Yeah, that, that's what this passage tells us in 2 Corinthians. We are his ambassadors. In other words, we represent Christ. Yeah. You represent Christ. Mm-hmm. I represent Christ. You, you represent Christ. I, I make a notation there. It, it will get quiet right there. Because, see, we know us. And it's amazing that the Bible says we represent Christ. See, that, that's how Satan has so much victory over us. Because we fail to recognize who we represent. Right. You, you, we have to let this world know that I am Christ's ambassador. Yes. No, 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 I know, I know, I know, I know, I know. We've messed up. We've, we've come short. We've said some things we should not have said. Done some things we should not have done. Not said some things we should have said. Not done some things we should have done. I get it. So you don't feel much like Christ's ambassador. But the Bible says, when you've come to know him, you are Christ's ambassador. You represent Jesus. Yeah, you, you need to go on and own that this morning. Amen. Oh, no, no, not me. Now, 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 see, now, now, now see, we're doing a self-examination because the Bible says when we come to this table, let a man, and that means man, woman, boy, girl, examine himself. Yes, now, I know if I pointed out some people and told you, that's Christ's ambassador, you'd say, oh, Pastor, you don't know them. See, we can start pointing out for oh, there ain't no ambassador of Christ. You don't know what they did. You, you don't know where they've been. You don't know what they said. You don't know, no, no. I don't know. You don't know it all. But God does. And God is the one who assigns the ambassadors. <laughs> See, if we could just get along with each other by loving God like He loves us. And loving folk who don't know him like he wants us to love them, we could go to them and give them the word that God has for them to give as his ambassadors. Amen. Amen. I'm reminded of Ambassador Andrew Young. I'm going back a little bit. Some young people may not know who I'm talking about. 
but, but Andrew Young, who's an ambassador, and um, it was President Jimmy Carter. That's right. President Jimmy Carter, who, who um, made Andrew Young ambassador. And, and, Andrew, and Andrew Young, the pastor, he was a preacher, um, or is a preacher, congregational. And, and um, when he got certain places, he recognized that he was representing the policies of the United States and the president of the United States. Even though Reverend Young had an agenda that he felt ought to be spread throughout the world, he was an ambassador of the United States, commissioned by the president to do what the United States wanted him to do. Now at some point, Ambassador Andrew Young realized, yeah, I'm an ambassador for the United States, but I'm also an ambassador for God. And he had to make a decision that he would no longer be that ambassador for the United States in order to be an ambassador for a higher authority. Now, now understand this, for every last one of us, God has called us to be his ambassador and he's given us messages that we ought be able to carry on his behalf. Yeah. You represent Christ. I represent Christ. We represent Christ. Now notice, this is God's plan, not ours. It's God's message, not mine. It's not yours. He chose us. He chose you. He chose me. He chose all of us. He, cho he chose each one of us to be his ambassador. And he knows everything about us. Let, 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 me, let me fast track something because I know sometimes people get this wrong and I, I want to make sure we understand this. Sometimes think because preachers are, are elevated that we're up on this pulpit and this pulpit is sacred and holy and all that. My, my daddy helped me with that years ago. The only reason people come up here is to be elevated so people out there can see and hear them speak. This is just as holy as out there is holy. Yeah, this, this holy building, all this, it's consecrated unto the Lord. So, so we understand this, that, that we, we have this ministry. Now, sometimes you want to say, well, God called the pastor, God called the preachers, and, and they're, they're more holy. The pastor's more holy. And then some people say, well, supposed to be. I got that. More holy on that. No, no, understand it clearly. In the word of God, Jesus, the, uh, in the word of God, Paul is clear when he talks about why God called pastors and why he called preachers. He said he calls the preachers because um, they're not of noble character, not of, no, not, not of noble blood, and, um, and that they really don't know a whole lot. He said he calls preachers because they're ignorant. They, they don't know nothing, and, and, and they ain't got a whole bunch of money, they ain't got a whole bunch of nothing, that, that they're coming from nothing. Now, now, why, why is that? that that's, what, that's what Paul says. Now, well, why is that? He said, because if any and when any good come from them, everybody know it comes from God. Now, I, I don't know how to get it twisted, but, but if you call those who don't know as much as you know, if you call those who don't have as much as you have, 
then you know good and well he called you as well. He called you to be his ambassador, not just the pastor, not just the deacons, not the folk who hold titles, but he called every last one of us who've accepted Jesus Christ as Lord and Savior to be his ambassadors. There's not a special place in heaven that says pastors only or deacons only. It's just heaven. Also, there's not a place in hell that says pastors only or deacons only. It's just hell. So the fact that we are his ambassadors, I'm trying to help us, the fact that we're his ambassadors, we ought to be excited in spite of who we are, in spite of what we've done, in spite of what we said, we ought to be excited that we have the opportunity to represent Christ. He, he doesn't, Christ don't have these, these um, his, his cabinet stays full because he's called all of us to do his work. Now, I, I know many times you wouldn't be too excited possibly if you got called to be an ambassador by president administration. But even the president administration represents the United States of America. And that's why folk have to recognize we ought to always be in prayer for our president, our Congress, our senators, our House of Representatives, our Supreme Court. We ought to always be in prayer because they're moving on the authority of the U.S. Constitution and all the other things that we have in place. But still, greater than the United States of America. Yeah, there's a city called heaven. And there's one who sits high and looks low. We have a higher calling even than we could be called if we were serving the United States government. Yeah. Let me kind of break this down so we we'll understand what I'm trying to say, and I'm done. I'm going to take my seat because I know I'm not sure where uh, little um, George is, but we, I've got to take this. How does, how does this work? How does this work? In the Roman Empire, there were two kinds of provinces. You had senatorial province and imperial province. Senatorial province and imperial province. Now, on this side, I'm commissioning all of you to be senatorial provinces. Y'all are part of the senatorial province yeah, of the Roman Empire. Just, just say that. Say, we are senators. Alright? This side, all of you are becoming imperial. Yeah. You're part of the imperial province. Yeah, you, you're part of the imperial provinces. We are the imperable. Alright? Now you're the imperable, but I want you to understand something. You're the imperable. Let me tell you the difference. The senatorial province was made up of people who were peaceful and who were not at war with Rome. They were peaceful, they were not at war with Rome. The imperial were not peaceful. They were dangerous. And at any time, they could war against Rome. They could war against Rome. And if they could get away, they, they were the rebels. If they, if they could do it, they, they would get away with what they could. They, they would try to destroy everything that's going on in the peaceful Rome. So what would happen? Rome itself would send ambassadors 
from the senatorial, the ambassadors would go to the imperial to do everything they do, could do to be reconciled and to make sure that they would be at peace with all of Rome. They, they became ambassadors sent to the imperial to make sure that peace could be kept. Y'all got that? Well, well that, that's what God has done. Yeah. We are Christians. We are ambassadors of Christ. And as ambassadors of Christ, that means that the world is constantly in rebellion against God. And since the world is imperial, as far as God is concerned, he's sending his ambassadors, the senatorials, he's sending us to proclaim to be reconciled to God. Yeah, that's what we ought to do. We are his ambassadors. But we're not just ambassadors going someplace to be an ambassador. We're ambassadors with a message. You're not ambassadors don't have anything to say. You don't just show up and say, I represent. And just sit there. No, you are ambassador because you have a message. A message to share about being reconciled unto God. Because the Bible is clear. We all have sinned and come short. But God so loved the world that he gave his only begotten son that whosoever believed in him shall not perish, but have everlasting life, will actually become ambassadors to help other folk who have not come to Christ to come to Christ. That's why he tells us that we are love, and our mission then is to go. Go and make disciples. Go and make ambassadors. And disciples are those who are now learning of Christ, who are walking in Christ, who are living in Christ, but you don't really become a disciple until you get other folk to love Christ and to walk in Christ and to be what Christ would have us to be. What would happen if every last one of us took on our ambassadorship and decided everywhere we go, we're going to tell this dying world that we serve a living Savior? What would happen if every time you got a message of depression and oppression, you would speak truth to that power? What would happen if you would say, I have the power within me to let you know that no weapon formed against you will prosper? What would happen if folk are discouraged and walking around because they're broke and they don't have money and they're disgusted about it? What would happen if you told them, if you give, it shall be given to you. Good measure, pressed down, shaken together, and overflowing. What would happen if you could tell folk who look so depressed and look like they don't know where to go, who look like they have no hope, that they have nobody love them and nobody care for them, what would happen if you told them, the Lord is your shepherd, we shall not run. What would happen if you let them know how great God is and how much he loves you, how much he cares for you? What would happen if every ambassador, every ambassador would tell this dying world that God loved us so much that Jesus came through 42 generations? What would happen if we tell them that he took on all of our sins? That's why we come to this table. He took on all of our sins. I said it one more time. He took on all of our sins. I know sometimes it might seem like we haven't sinned. It might seem like we haven't said the wrong thing. It might seem like we've done everything we ought to do. But my brothers and my sisters, the word of God is true. We all have sinned and come short. And the wages of sin is death. But God stepped in because he loved you so much. God stepped in because he loved me so much. And Jesus came, went through 42 generations. He came and allowed men to put nails in his hands, nails in his feet, crown of thorns on his head. Well, why did he do it? Because he loves you. 
and because he loved me and he needed ambassadors so what did he do he died the bible says while we were yet sinners christ died for us now that's the message to tell everywhere you go christ died for you even though you messed up even though you sinned and come short even though you haven't done the right thing even though you haven't forgiven folks even though you haven't loved like you are loved don't hold your head down don't be discouraged hold your head high and hold your throw your head back and say he died he died for all that stuff but the story doesn't stop there just to let you know our power he died for our sins he was placed in a borrowed tomb and early on that third day he got up from the grave with power power over the grave victory over death our lord and savior got up from the grave i know you didn't hear me but he got up from the grave he was dead he died he was buried and when somebody's dead and buried it looks like all hope is gone but he got up with all power power over the grave victory over death and then later he ascended into heaven sent back the holy ghost to live in us to empower us pastor empower us to what empower us to go and be ambassadors everywhere we go i don't ever say don't go here or don't go there i just say take the lord with you everywhere you go in the streets in the home on fire when you're all alone highway byway just take the lord with you i'm talking about take him with you yeah and with you and with you don't wait on somebody else who you think is more holy than you are there's no such thing as being more holy like there's no such hallelujah there's no such thing either you know christ or you don't know christ either you obey him or you don't obey him and he's calling us to obey him and you are his ambassador and you need to tell everybody everywhere you go i serve a living savior he's in the world today i know that he's living no matter what men may say i see his hand of mercy i hear his voice of cheer and every time i need him he's always near he lives live today he walks with me he talks with me a long life narrow way he lives he lives salvation to your part you ask me how i know he lives he lives within my heart god ought to get the glory god ought to get the glory we are worthy he's worthy he's worthy thank you lord thank you lord Thank you, Lord. We are his ambassadors. Thank you, Lord. I'm done. But I know you're still wondering, how can I be an ambassador? And I keep messing up. How can I be an ambassador? And I'm not living perfect. How can I be an ambassador? And I don't always get it right. I want you to know he knows everything about us. 
But you need to know we come to celebrate. The reason we all can be ambassadors is because he died. And what can wash away my sins? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. What can make me whole again? Nothing but the blood of Jesus. We come and take the bread. We come and take the fruit of the vine to recognize it was his body. It was his blood that atoned for all of our sins, atoned for all of our wrongdoings. Not so we could keep on doing wrong, but so we could say, Lord, I repent. Lord, I want to walk like you want me to walk. I want to talk like you want me to talk. I want to live like you want me to live. And we have to say, thank you. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Oh, thank you. He didn't have to give us another day. He didn't have to give us another minute. Do you know folk who were here yesterday are gone last night? Folk who were here last night are gone this morning. But he gave you, he gave me another chance. And we ought to tell the Lord, thank you. I said, he didn't have to do it, but thank you. He didn't have to do it, but thank you. He's worthy. He's worthy to be praised. I don't know what tomorrow holds. I don't know what tonight holds. I don't know who's clocking out of here next. But I know that everybody got an opportunity to say, Lord, I love you. Lord, I love you. Lord, I surrender to you. Have your own way. Have your own way. You are the potter. I am the clay. Have your way, God. Hallelujah. Hallelujah. Glory. Thank you, Jesus. He's worthy. He's worthy. Thank you, Lord. The Bible says, let a man. Remain connected to us as we build God's kingdom together. Join us on Facebook at the historic First African Baptist Church and our website, firstafricanbc.com. You may also contribute through an app called Givelify, G-I-V-E-L-I-F-Y. May God bless you and thank you for worshiping with us.